Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Have you ever been at the receiving end of someone's harsh criticism? Not just someone sharing their opinion on a topic that you've been speaking about, but a comment that is harsh, it's an attack on you and your character with no reason at all, other than this person is envious of the work you're doing and therefore wants to cut you down and what you stand for. So sadly, many people do, which is why I created a podcast and wrote an article about the tall poppy syndrome several years ago. And even today in 2017, unfortunately, that article is still one of the most read articles on my website. So today I wanted to share that podcast with you again, as I know that many of you are stepping up and sharing your message in a much bigger way this year and perhaps you too maybe you'll just find yourself having to deal with people who are envious of what you're doing and achieving so how do you deal with it well in today's podcast i share some steps which i hope you'll find helpful victim of the tall poppy syndrome so what is the tall poppy syndrome and i wrote an article about the tall poppy syndrome oh goodness it's going back a couple of years now and you know every so often i'll reshare it i'll repurpose it with my community to let them know that it is there on my website and i always get you know great comments where people have said look thank you so much for sharing that I'm experiencing that too, or I have experienced it. I end up undermining myself because I doubt myself because of all these things that people are saying. So what is the tall poppy syndrome? What I did was I looked it up in Wikipedia. And Wikipedia describes the tall poppy syndrome as a social phenomenon in which people of genuine merit are resented, attacked, cut down or criticized because their talents or their achievements elevate them above or distinguish them from their peers. Now, here in Australia, the tall poppy syndrome is well and truly alive, unfortunately. And I know New Zealand uh, also, it's my native country, New Zealand also uh, continues to experience that too. I've got a number of colleagues and friends over in New Zealand and they say that this is something that happens a lot. And I think even for my US colleagues, and if you're listening in the US too, or even anywhere in the world, this can often happen to you too, where you start to do some really great things in your business, you start building your profile, your reputation, and you know what? People come out of the woodworks, they come out of the brickwork, and they start to criticize you, but in a very negative, uh, down-putting way, to the point where it really is, if I can use the word, bitchy what is it with this you know these people are doing incredible things you're doing incredible things and all of a sudden 
You start getting the naysayers, the people who poo-poo your work, and really some of them can be really, really nasty. And I just think it's an incredibly horrible situation to be in. So if you are finding yourself as a victim of the tall poppy syndrome, and if someone is trying to chop you down because they just cannot stand what you're doing, it really is making them jealous and envious, can I say to you that... It's a sign that you need to keep going because you're doing something right. You're making others feel, actually, let me rewind that. You're not making others feel horrible at all. Really is their own stuff, okay? I mean, as you continue to grow your business, you'll increase your credibility, reputation in your field. It's what you need to do because you'll be capturing the attention of your ideal clients and prospects. But unfortunately, you'll also be noticed by your competitors and other people in your circle who quite often, because of their own Uh, inhibitions in their own self-beliefs are stuck and therefore they don't like to see you getting ahead in your business. Now, I'm not talking about constructive criticism and this is where you've got some colleagues or people who are genuinely concerned about you and you've you've asked them. I mean, often people will come and give you you their opinion and it's like, well, hang on a second, I didn't really ask you for that, but uh, thank you anyway, maybe. Um, What I'm talking about is not that. I'm not talking about um, a situation where you really do have a colleague who genuinely cares about you and the progress that you're making in the business and you've asked them and said, hey, what do you think of this? And they give you their genuine constructive criticism. That is where we share something with another person that is to uphold them. It is to help them stretch. It is to help them take a step forward and grow Criticism where it cuts someone down, it um, says something nasty, so it has them feeling insufficient, insignificant, and all of those words, it's not those negative feelings. So if someone is saying something to you or directly attacking your work because they want to hinder your progress, that is what uh, the tall poppy syndrome is. So it's vindictive comments. It's trying to cut you down. It is do or die competitiveness. And I don't know about you, but I don't, I just absolutely dislike that. I believe that there are lots and lots of opportunities for every single one of us. And we can go out there and we can do our stuff. We can build our platforms in a very nurturing you know way like we stand out but not in a cut you know cut everybody else down at all costs I don't think that's a a great way to uh, to run your business and it certainly doesn't feel nice inside anyway internally when you've always been driven by that fear and not enough so what do you do if you're finding yourself now in a situation where someone has openly negatively criticized you and is continuing to do so I mean sometimes before I get into this three points sometimes what will happen is someone will uh, disagree with what I'm saying or they have their own model of the world or their own version of what they think about that and that's okay I guess when we're building our social networks and meeting people from all walks of life in different countries, this is our clients and, you know, just that general community, we all bring with us 
a different understanding and a meaning of, of our world. We all have different beliefs, uh, different religion that we follow. And I'm a true believer that we need to respect other people's beliefs and opinions. And sometimes we need to agree to disagree, but we can do so in a very supportive, loving way. At least that's what I try and do in my life. And uh, I would hope that uh, you are surrounding yourself and finding that other people uh, are also respecting you as well. But sometimes I'll say something or I'll have a way that I'm um, thinking of something and someone may disagree, but they'll, they might say something like, well, maybe not so much that way. And I respect that. And so we might have a bit of a conversation. This might happen on Twitter and this is done in a friendly collegial way it's just so very important and sometimes at the end of the conversation we might go hey well you know this has been a really great conversation thank you very much and off we go on our separate ways what happens though if you start to talk to somebody where they really come out and say something nasty about you I'll give you another example I wrote an article and it said women entrepreneurs And I can't remember what the article was. So then it had a bit of a tagline, the article. And a person who was following me on Twitter retweeted it. And one of his members of his community on Twitter said, well, this is appropriate for men too. So I included him in conversation, said, yeah, absolutely. But my clients, my ideal client are women. That's who I work with. So this is one of the reasons why I included uh, women entrepreneurs in my title. And he came back and said, well, I really find that sexist. You know, I'm a man. So does that mean you're discluding me from that? And you know what? I probably could have come out and just said, well, I just choose to, to work with, with clients. Not that it doesn't mean that I don't work with men. Absolutely not. But it's a certain type of guy who has similar values as I do. But you know what? I just apologized. And I just said to him, look, I'm really sorry if that offended you. Absolutely. This is uh, relevant to you. Hope you were able to uh, take some nuggets away with you. And I just apologized if, if that comment made that person feel bad. Well, I, that certainly wasn't my intent. And uh, I certainly don't hesitate in getting out there and saying sorry. But what happens when someone comes out and really says a nasty comment about you or to you about you and shares that with their community. Well, the first thing that you want to do is not stoop to their level. You don't want to come out the tit for tat and retaliate because every single thing that you do, the people that you interact with, the conversations that you participate in and the words that you choose to say online or even face to face is a direct reflection of who you are and you know your values and so even though you may want to come out and just say something and I have to be honest sometimes I do too it's just like are you kidding me when you start doing big things in the world people will come out because of their own insecurities it's just the way or different models of the world and some people don't have the tact or the discipline to be able to have a conversation with other people who have different opinions and different ways of doing things and saying things and they do and I feel sorry for them it's sad because goodness me they're you know all different cultures and and things like that makes us for an interesting world community anyway that's what I think so don't stoop to their level because you don't want to get caught up in anger you don't want to be caught up in that feeling of frustration or retaliation and what will happen is they will want to come back to you and be really really nasty 
and you are only going to put the fuel on the fire. So you're only going to feed their anger. So rather what you want to do is let your light shine brightly. Continue to bring the message to the world that you know needs to be said because there are people who are struggling, who are waiting for you to get their message into their hands and you need to carry on helping those people that you know that you are meant to serve. So don't stoop to, to their level. All right. Not at all good. The second step is to realize that it really has nothing to do about you at all. These remarks uh, are not really related to you and the work that you're doing, but it has everything to do with their work and their inability to achieve their own success. It's their stuff. It's their crap. It's their issues. It's their lack of self-worth or their lack of self-belief. And it's got nothing to do with you. And in fact, them seeing you stand out so powerfully, so brightly, you know, your inner brilliance is just shining so brightly. It annoys them because it reminds them of how they're not achieving what they want. And there are some people who are just naysayers, unless they're being controversial and stirring up shit, excuse me for saying that, but you know, crap, the only, that that is what fuels them and what drives them. And I don't know about you, but I do not want to hang out with people like that. I beg your pardon if I uh, offended some people with that uh, word, but you know what? This stuff really drives me insane when I hear of people being put down, being trodden on, it being bullied. It's, it's being bullied and it's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable in the playground at school and it's certainly not acceptable out in the workplace as well. And, um, you know, it's not about you. It's about them. Ah, okay. So what you need to do is you need to remind yourself of your mission and your purpose. You need to remind yourself that there are people that you are here to serve, that you are here to support. And by you listening to those naysayers, by you taking the time to read the critics' opinions is really only going to delay you from achieving your bigger mission. Listening to them and letting them sway your attention and grab your attention away from what you are doing is going to stop you from achieving your bigger mission and the purpose that you were put here on this planet for. So you know what? You know what you need to do? Move on. And here comes the next third step. And this is so very important. The third step is you need to surround yourself with supportive people. You need to surround yourself with people who will uplift you, who will support you, who will be there for you no matter what. And if you find yourself uh, being drained physically and emotionally after being in someone's company, because you've just had to listen to their negative remarks all the time. Now, being in that company of those naysayers and critics is going to impact your outcome. It cannot help but because all of that verbal garbage and that, that negative energy, you're carrying that around you. It's in your space. It's in your psyche. You want to get rid of that. So you need to surround yourself with positive people and people who will continue to encourage you to be the best that you can possibly be. The people who will celebrate 
alongside you as you continue to move on from success to success. So rather than criticizing you, they're celebrating. They're saying, hey, that's fantastic. Congratulations. And they're the people that you want to continue to surround yourself with. And the most important thing of all to remember is that you need to hold true to who you are and the work that you do. You need to keep your eyes fixed firmly on your goals and on your objectives and the things that you want to achieve. And you want to build a community of like-minded people who are going to continue to inspire you and um, and uplift you on your journey. And so for those naysayers, the critics, you just nearly need to switch off. They're going to be there, but you are much more powerful than them. And you need to dig in deep and again, get your energy and support from the people who are really going to love you and what you do and support you no matter what. So I hope that was helpful for you. It's easy for me to say, yeah, and I know that I've been there before and it really it's a horrible feeling, isn't it? It really is like this dark, dark shadow that follows you around all the time. I don't know about you, but I know that it has in situations because we don't like to not be liked. How can people not like us, right? But you know what? It's so very important by getting caught up in all of that and by listening to them, you are dimming your light. They don't have, you know, the permission. Don't give them the permission to um, turn down your light or to cause you to turn down your light and you know what it starts with you so let me say to you you are brilliant you are here you've been gifted with some incredible talents and you are here to support people that's your purpose in your coaching business to help people your ideal clients to achieve their goals and you can do it I believe in you and I think you're amazing so reach on out to me. Let me know what was helpful for, for you. Let me know what ahas you had and what you're achieving so that I can celebrate uh, your successes with you as well. One community that you can join that I really ask, come on down, is the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network Community. And what I'll do, and that's on Facebook, and what I'll do is I will put the link to the Facebook page. And another community is the Ambitious Entrepreneurs Women's Network, where there are lots of women there who are like-minded we're ambitious we want to see each and every one of us achieve our goals so I'll also put the link and that one is on LinkedIn that group is on LinkedIn so you're more than welcome to join those communities as well and of course I'm on Facebook and Twitter and uh, if we haven't already connected there do so because you know what I'll celebrate alongside you let me know what's winning for you what successes that you've had and uh, I would love to support you in your journey as you continue to build a successful coaching practice which is what this show is all about so today's question comes from liz b where she said the biggest hurdle that she has to getting paid what she's worth is how do i start to build my platform online Now, there are a lot of different tools that you can use, Liz, but my thoughts around this is that really what you want to do is you want to start off with one social platform rather than uh, trying to do all at once. And one of the first things that I really recommend you do is to, if you haven't already got your own website, um, 
and that is in the process of being developed, you can get your profile. And I really recommend that you get your profile on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is a great resource for networking with other professionals and other like-minded business owners who really want to build successful businesses. And it's a great community and it's a great area where you can put your profile. And that is where your ideal clients can really come and find out more about you and where you can direct people to, to find out a little bit more about your work, your achievements and so forth. So LinkedIn is a really great place to start. If you haven't already got your own website and blog, find out a little bit more by Googling and you'll be able to find out what a blog is. But blog is a fantastic way to build your profile, particularly if you've got writing skills and you can regularly update your blog and and website, which is one and the same thing. I, I use WordPress and it's not just a website, but also a blog. So every time that I update with an article, my website has this new content on there. So what you could be doing is writing an article, maybe once a week, maybe once a fortnight, and sharing that with your community. It's a great way to build your reputation and credibility as a specialist in your field by sharing some great articles. Now, if you're not, if this is very new to you, Liz, and even if you're listening today and you know, you're just trying to build your online profile, it really is just getting started. And I recommend you go to my website, annemariecross.com, A-N-N-E-M-A-R-I-E-C-R-O-S-S.com. And I'll also put a link there and you'll be able to see a lot of my blog posts and articles so that you can get a general idea of how long they need to be, um, how I structure the article and those sorts of things. So really encourage you to start there but that's going to be content that people can find when you're asleep when you're not working so you know for for me I know that my website and my blogs and my blog posts and articles continuing to get out there on a 24 7 365 days a year basis that people are finding them all over the world, even when I'm not here sitting in my office or if I'm not even here recording in my uh, recording studio. People are finding that and every piece of content that I'm creating is helping me build an online profile. So that's another great way. So LinkedIn is definitely a start. Then, you know, continue to to build your profile on your own website. That is a, a really great start. Sure, you can get on Facebook as well and Twitter and some of those other tools. But really, you need to ask yourself, are my ideal clients hanging out there? What I'll do is I've got an article where I share what I do each and every week. And I'll put a link to that in the further resources so that you can see the three steps that I follow. You can follow those three steps as well each and every week. Don't worry about all of the other tools that I'm using. Just start off with one first. Uh, LinkedIn is one of those tools that you can put your profile up, make sure it's up to date and obviously updated, but then you can don't necessarily need to update it and change it all the time. What you can do is learn more about LinkedIn and learn how you can facilitate the groups uh, functions and how you can build your network. So Liz, that was just a couple of things that you can start doing as well. And once you've built it up to the stage where that's working for you, then you can continue to build your online profile. But that would certainly be a really great start for you. I hope that was helpful. Let me know. Today's inspirational tip. Are you an earshot of a naysayer? Ignore them. Just because they can't doesn't mean you won't. 
You can. And that is something that I've been sharing for many, many months and is really so fitting to today's topic when we're talking about victim of a tall poppy syndrome. Even being an earshot of a a naysayer or continuing to hang around with someone who is a naysayer, if you listen to them, it's going to hold you back. I guarantee it will hold you back. But just because they can't achieve something doesn't mean you won't achieve something. You can. It's all up to you. So turn down the volume and if you can, move away from that naysayer. Ignore them. That is not your destiny. Your destiny is to be successful. Your destiny is to go out and support people. I know it. You've got the passion to do that and uh, the achievement is going to be there as long as you believe that you can. You know, if you believe you can achieve. Obviously, you've got to take the right steps and listening to the tips and strategies that I've been sharing in this show and, of course, all the other shows that I've done previously and all of the shows that I'll be sharing with you in the future are going to support you in giving you the right action steps that you'll need to work on. And if you implement those, you'll be successful. That brings us to the end of show 13. Hope you enjoyed it. We got pretty deep there. Just be mindful that uh, you have a mission to go out there and let people know about you, your ideal client, know about you, your services and how you can support them. And by letting uh, people who are naysayers, who are critic, who are envious, who are jealous of what it is that you are achieving, if you let them get in your way, that means that you are not getting out there and allowing your ideal client to know about you and how you can serve them. So it's up to you. As always, have an incredibly inspired and brilliant week and I look forward to connecting with you next time. Bye for now, everyone. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.